0: You want merch? We got merch. Check it all out in Fendo.com slash
1: store. We put the we in Wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. We! Hello everybody and welcome to Infendo Radio. It's the first episode of 2019. Oh god, I almost messed up and said 2018 already on the second day of the of the year. Um, it is Check January second. Yeah, no kidding. Um, This is gonna be how my first month is gonna be. I'm gonna be scribbling out eights and writing nines, like literally, for thirty days. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. This is not the Number Podcast. This is Nintendo Radio. I have all my favorite co-hosts with me tonight. How are you doing tonight, Justin?
2: I'm doing pretty well as long as my cold symptoms hold out for the next few hours. (laughs) Well, hopefully
1: that Sudafed kicks in soon. Uh, (laughs) Lucas, how are you doing? That's doing for good. something
0: else. I was, I was really hoping I would get to be the last podcast host to speak in 2019, but Steve apparently gets that honor, so
1: a little bummed, <laughs> but
0: I'll push through.
1: Fair. You can be our 2019 sandwich. It's, it's okay. You're right I'm, in the I'm the,
0: it... I'm the second youngest child in this Nintendo Radio family, which is not a good place to be. Nobody cares about that child, but we'll, we'll <laughs> go with it and
3: see what happens.
1: Fair enough. Um, Steve, how are you doing tonight? I
3: got nothing. I'm barely awake, so uh, <laughs> bottoms up for this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I need. Uh, <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll take it. So, yeah, um, as we mentioned, this is the first episode of the year. We do have a bunch of different things planned for this year, so we're actually going to be Switching up the show format uh, just a bit You're not going to see that tonight though Because we actually have a special Game of the Year episode Planned out for you tonight So that's what we're going to be talking about Next week we have another special episode And then the week following we'll get into You know, the new Infendo So uh, we hope you all like it Go to patreon.com slash infendoradio And let us know what you think Um, Okay, so um, as mentioned before We are going to get rolling with a little Game of the Year special And um, we have... You know, I, I, we're kind of going to play it fast and loose. We're gonna, we're not going to be debating uh, over like what the game of the year is easy. We're not going to be debating over what the actual overall game of the year is because you know I have a game of the year that's probably going to be different than what Lucas's game of the year is. But I also Ooh. have a few special categories as well in in mind, and I think some of us also do. Yep. Um, so with that said, um, Steve, do you kind of want to take us away with your first? You know, game yeah. of the year mention or category or however you want to play it?
3: Yeah, so I kind of did a little mixture um, after seeing what you guys are doing in the Discord. I have three games that I want to talk about for game of the year, but there were also three other quick little things that I did want to mention. So, in more of a category style, um, I do have a best co op game, and I, my honorable mention for this category was Kirby Star Allies. Because my wife and I thoroughly enjoyed playing that game together, but as soon as we beat the main story mode and hit that 75% completion, completely stopped playing the game, never picked it up again. Um, I think we put about 10, maybe 15 hours into that game. Um, But my kind of surprise best co-op game of the year, as far as local co-op anyway, is LEGO Harry Potter. Um, we picked that up in October. Um, I think it was October 28th or something like that when it came out. And I forgot how fun the old Lego games are. Holy crap. They're so, I, I, I like them better without the voice acting. Not because I don't like voice acting. Um, but because they had a certain charm to them. Where they had to mime everything out. All of the gag humor that uh, I've recently... discovered that I really really enjoy um so yeah best co-op game Kirby Star Allies Um, biggest surprise of the year um, as I was listening to other game of the year shows kind of prepping for this one um, I realized that uh, there was a game that kind of surprised me at the beginning of the year that I'd completely forgotten about and that was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze (laughs) <laughs> um, Justin will remember especially, you know I hated that game on Wii U I didn't like the soundtrack, I didn't like the game I didn't like right. anything about it Um, but when I got it on Switch, I put 25 hours into that game in two days Jeez <laughs> Cause, Cause I seem to remember beating it, maybe it was three days, I don't know But I seem to remember beating it like the weekend it came out, like I would not put it down Can, um
0: can we kind of piggyback off of you if we have some games in the topics that you've described there? Because I, I kind of want to talk about stuff for a little bit, too, with yeah. kind of that same mindset. More the co-op than the surprise. But um, okay. Lovers in a Dangerous Time was a really cool co-op game that I would recommend just about anyone try if you haven't already. That it's game's good. super unique and really cool.
1: I, um, is that on Switch? Because I played it originally on Wii U.
0: I'm pretty sure it's on Switch because I'm pretty sure I played with nunch- or with Nunchucks. I'm pretty sure it's on <laughs> Switch because I played with Nunchucks because no, I played with uh, Joy-Con. I'm almost okay.
1: positive it is. Ooh, I'm going to have to check that out.
0: Yeah, check it out. See if it is on Switch or not because I know a lot of times I dip back into older games. A game that is on Switch, um, a co-op game that I really enjoyed that I, I don't know why I'm recommending it, but it was fun when I played it, was Ace of Seafood. If you want to just abandon all <laughs> oh, of your... Yeah. Um, you want to abandon all of your like thoughts and just play something ridiculous that's a good game
3: so. what, wasn't wasn't that the Steve, on rails it, shooter
0: it's not an on rails but it's the game where you control a fish
3: yeah i do remember you talking about that now that i think mm. about it
0: it was it was uh it, it was pretty legit so i mean it's fun with a friend it's it's probably one of those games you could really only play co-op because by yourself you're just going to be bored but with a friend it's a blast
3: so, and the last category I wanted to uh, talk about should surprise none of you guys. um My soundtrack of the year. Um, mm. wait, it, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait! Let's let's guess, let's guess, let's guess.
3: Donkey okay. Kong, Shovel Knight, Chante. Swish
2: soundtrack of <laughs> well, Oh, Smash Bros! Sw- it's Smash Bros. 2018, exactly. It's Smash
0: Bros. Because you've been listening to the Smash Bros. soundtrack um, yeah. on loop because there's 700 songs and you can listen to it Eight. for like a week and not run out of music.
3: 817 in the playlists that i have which i'm pretty sure is complete oh that reminds Um, me i haven't checked
2: the store to see what songs are available now
3: (laughs) honorable mention to donkey kong country tropical freeze because that first song that plays when you get back to donkey kong island um can't remember for the life of me what it's called but holy crap that song was amazing
2: I have that soundtrack, that complete soundtrack, and I haven't put any of it in iTunes because it's so massive. Smash, that, Bro- like, Smash
3: Brothers it, or Donkey Kong? Cause they're so Donkey Kong.
2: Gotta be, oh, wow, really? Um. Yeah, no. So Smash Brothers, if I ever downloaded the soundtrack to smash brothers it would only be the smash exclusive mixes because right ain't nobody got time for the rest of that
0: <laughs> i gotta say my favorite remix in smash bros and the new smash bros is the donkey kong arcade and donkey kong jr oh Master. Yeah, yeah yeah really i can't good. believe like I don't,
2: isn't I don't... that from smash isn't that no, this Brawl, one, originally?
0: This one is new and it's okay. so good. Okay. And like, exactly good. I just like, because I, I don't even like the arcade game that much. Like, it's fine, but it's like a one hour romp and like, it's just so good. So, well, yeah. very good. And of,
3: and of course, for me, you know, the two best remixes for me are the new K Roll one that was played in his de- debut trailer, the Gangplank Galleon yeah. remix. And there's another one that's Crocodile Cacophony, which is yeah. his boss fight from uh, Donkey Kong mm, mm-hmm. Country 2. Both of those uh, remixes are just so good.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm going to jump in here and talk about some of the categories that you said and the games that came to mind for me in those. So like when you... Yeah, I started with
2: five categories. I have now added like two or three. I've only got
0: (laughs) one, but it's a really generic one. So feel free to add on when I get to it.
1: (laughs) So when you talked about your best, um, your favorite co-op games, that immediately brought to mind my favorite co-op game of the year. And I don't know if it's necessarily a co-op game, but it's like, I guess, a multiplayer game, really. But um, in any case, I digress. Mario Party. Mm -hmm. Cause I've had so much fun playing that um, not only just with like Heather playing with computers, but like taking it over to friends' houses, and then like th- the next weekend they're like, "Did you bring the Switch dock? Cause we want to play that on the TV this time." It's like, yeah, no, like people. It- it's a fun game. I'll tell you I, what, I, none
0: I, of y'all have done is play online with me, but that's cool. I don't want to play with any of you anyway.
1: There's no board game online. That's but all. You play mini games. I, that's what I go to Mario Party for. Is the board game like I? I, I it's <laughs>
0: yeah. just so, yeah. Gene,
2: I'm so this one like my 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 uh my my kids are like well you should try some of these other modes no we're playing the board game <laughs> i gotta that say is mario party
0: i gotta say i love the board game and i think it's incredible but when i was playing through that game there wasn't a mode that bored me sure. everything was you're weird. not wrong you're not wrong i <laughs> love the mode, mode where, where you can but i'm bummed
1: I, I like the mode where it's like Hollywood squares or whatever. It's got all the squares yeah. on there and you have to like take over the color. It, that one is really fun. Yeah. Um yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like there are fun modes, but like I come to Mario Party for the board game, man. Like it I just that's what I'm there for. Oh, yeah. And um but yeah, anyways, that that's definitely one of my favorite co-op I guess in qu- in quotation mark games of the year um aside from that though still Pokemon Go especially with the added um use of raids and stuff like that because that's I think that came last year but like um po- the Niantic has been improving improving and adding and adding and now there's trading and now there's um you know we can battle with each other so like uh Pokemon Go still ends up being the game that uh more often than not, Heather and I find ourselves playing late into the night, you know, just playing well, like, Pokemon and together that's and that's fair,
3: because Pokemon Go is an ongoing, ever-updating, it's, uh, what do they call them, games of services, I think but it's, what they're called. But so, it's also
0: very much a game that, like that other game that I've already forgotten that we were talking about, oh, Ace oh, of Seafood, the, yeah, is really a lot better with another person.
1: Right. Like, yeah,
3: definitely. By oh, yourself,
0: yeah. it's just, it's
3: boring. Yeah, I'm actually going on an EX raid on Friday oh sure. nice don't, don't tell my coworkers because <laughs> it'll be on my lunch
1: <laughs> so Steve what was your first category that you had said uh, yeah. I had uh, something first, for that
3: so best co-op biggest surprise soundtrack
1: oh biggest surprise okay yeah so I had a biggest surprise and uh, uh Lucas you might be surprised I bet that about this one but Sonic Mania Is actually it? like mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I didn't what? I didn't well remember I think I talked about it briefly like when I was you did Chains get some
0: joy out of it yeah
1: yeah like I, I didn't, I didn't absolutely hate a Sonic game, so which like... is about
0: as good as you
2: can do. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for Eugene, kinda that's like, it's kind of like
0: a dog eating chocolate and going, "Huh." Eh. It's like <laughs> oh, didn't die.
2: So what you're saying is, in an hour or two, Eugene is gonna vomit Sonic Mania back <laughs> well, up. Well, that's
0: that's what happens when he plays a Sonic game. A couple hours later, he has a severe allergic reaction. We have to rush him to the vet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, I don't know if anybody wanted to piggyback off of Steve's other categories or wanted to take next.
0: I'd like to talk about Biggest Surprise, but it's kind of a spoiler because it's also my only category I thought of, and it's also my game of the year. (laughs) Um, I want to talk about it, but I'll wait until you guys are done, because it's kind of becoming my everything game.
1: (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Fair. I, I think I can take a guess at to what that that game. Yeah, is. it's gonna be horrible
0: for a Nintendo <laughs> podcast. But what you gonna do? So.
1: <laughs> well, Justin, do you have? Uh, do you want to piggyback and take any of those other categories, or do you want to talk about a category of your own?
2: Uh, oh man, I don't know. I mean, um, I can't even remember half of what you guys talked about. But um, <laughs> best best soundtrack. Um, even though it's one of the only recent game soundtracks I haven't um been listening to outside of the game I definitely have to say Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is the best Donkey Kong Country soundtrack since Donkey Kong Country 2 cuz you know David Wise I, is back and better than ever I have to ever. give
3: you that actually as much as it pains me to say that
2: Well I mean and I said I've said this before on Twitter Evelyn I like Evelyn Fisher's music In other rare games, it just does not work for Donkey Kong Country. Like, there were only a couple of songs on her Donkey Kong Country 3 soundtrack that I thought really fit the franchise. So, and then, of course, Donkey Kong Country Returns was mostly rehash of David Wise's music with some decent originals thrown in but... it wasn't
0: very inspired and honestly yeah. i have the same problem with three um, So i'm surprised like i'm just learning that it was a different composer but yeah. like yeah it just like that music just never did it for me so, well,
3: so and, re- and returns that the new music is not memorable yeah, you exactly. Reme- you remember the remix; it's not the good yeah.
2: stuff. I mean, like some of the some of the music is is memorable, but not nearly to the degree of like, it, one it, and two. It was oh, this
0: is kind of catchy, but that was right. like the extent of you know.
2: And to be and and to his credit, David Wise actually used like the barrel rocket music. He used Kenji, whatever his name is, music for that in Tropical Freeze. So Hi. I mean, he. To that to that point, I'm kind of bummed
0: out actually at ukulele because I mean that's straight up Grant Kirkhope and it's fine, but it's just fine. Like it's not yeah. it's not really there's like one or two <laughs> songs that are really like super catchy and you really get into them, but it's missing that like banjo kazooie like oh I like this track and I like this track and I like that track like.
2: I th- I th- and I think part of that comes from the fact that he used a lot more real instruments, so it mm-hmm. doesn't have that kind of. Cartoony, oh, yeah, that kind of odd N sixty four soundboard s- sound to it that made it so unique. Like he didn't yeah. have any limitations to overcome, which is what made those soundtracks unique yeah. for him. Um, anyway, getting off of soundtracks because I could talk about game music till you know eleven o'clock tonight. Um, <sighs>
0: which you might be doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I guess I'll just throw out my uh my first award here that's unique to me. So first of all, I started out with three awards and I'm like I need to have at least five. Could not think of any until like about an hour before the show started. Since the show has started, I've added two more awards cuz <laughs> you, know, you guys are giving me ideas. But the first one that I thought of and I've talked about this on Twitter, I talked about it briefly on the podcast, best interactive story. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of taking Taking a cue from Eugene and doing my own categories here because I don't get much gameplay time anymore. <sighs> best interactive story I have to give to Lifeless Planet. And by the way, it's on sale for 50% off right now, but Oh, like, that's one of the ones
1: you got for review, huh? So what do you yeah. define
0: as interactive story?
1: Because,
2: uh, best story Well and, and I'm gonna get into qualifying that. Um It's not a challenging game. It's very linear. Um, the puzzles are pretty straightforward, and, I, I mean, the, the, it's, all right, we've all played Portal, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The story of Portal kind of played out through the course of playing the game.
0: Yeah, you're playing the That's, game for the story more than for the gameplay, most people would argue, I would say.
2: The puzzle yeah, mechanics
0: I, are just there to provide something to stimulate you while you're engaging in a story.
2: And I think Portal is a bad example of that because I think the puzzles in Portal are brilliant. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're going into Portal, you're going into it because Glados. You, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you want to hear Glados. You want to get to those oh wow moments that you're. That's that's, that's, why that's why Portal Two was,
0: was like twenty hours long instead of two because like, right.
2: you know. <laughs> Uh, That's what Lifeless Planet was for me. Um, It looked like a fascinating concept when I saw it advertised on the eShop. And uh, when we were offered a review code, I said, I will take that because this is a game that's intrigued me.
1: Uh And
2: I went into it having no idea what to expect. Like, just based on the screenshots, it looked like it was going to be this open world sort of, like, exploration sort of thing and was i was surprised that a there's nothing open about it it is like point a to point b linear um there's almost no way unless you'd like break the game to go out of sequence or do something other than how the developer wanted it um but the story that you pick up along the way is just fascinating and I mean, just to give it kind of, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but basically you are an astronaut who is being sent to a planet that Earth has discovered can, has an atmosphere and can support human life. And it's far away from Earth, so we're sending humans over to explore it and, and send some sort of, you know, message back.
1: Mm-hmm
2: and so you start out it's launch and then time passes where you're presumably in some sort of stasis and the next thing you know you're crash landing on this deserted planet that looks that has no breathable atmosphere the plants what few plants there are are dead the it's just nothing but sand and rocks and you're like you know, this is not this is not, and your other crewmen are have died so, or disappeared. So, you go exploring, and the, one of the first things you discover is this kind of cobbled together town with Soviet flags on it. So, you, and I'm not going to spoil any more of the story because this is basically the first like half hour of gameplay, but you discover that the planet you were on was already settled by the Soviets in the 80s. And something happened that destroyed the planet. There are no humans left. There's almost no life left. Um, the life that is there is very strange. And just the whole game is this mystery upon mystery. And
1: all right, you're getting me wanting to get that stupid game now. Like especially yes. now that it's on sale.
2: Yeah, it's it's on sale. Oh. Ten ten. You will definitely get ten dollars worth of enjoyable story out of it. Didn't didn't you get this as a review code? Yeah, I got it as a review code, and I was te- seriously tempted to to buy it myself before we were offered a review code. But um, definitely if I hadn't, I would have, based on my own word of mouth, I would have gotten
1: it <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> nice. Add on to that category, and I'm kind of cheating here because I'm going back a year, I believe. I think I played this game in 2017, but um, Night in the Woods is very much mm. like that. And I gushed about that game when I got it. But it is a game that is story forward. It is a game that you will play once and then probably put down.
2: But it will. But it's. But like probably like lifeless planet, the story and the ambiance and the. Um, just you're, the feeling you got while playing it sticks with you for life. You're
0: only playing it for the story and if you yeah. just happen to align with some of the aspects of that story, whether it's the, the millennial experience of moving back home after flunking out of college or the LGBTQ experience there's, there's mm-hmm. something in there for a lot of people in the like 20 to 30 age group, so that That's awesome. I'm near the forty
2: age group, but this this sounds interesting to me <laughs> it was, as well.
0: It was legit. It also has a lot about um like depression and mental illness, and it, there's there's a ton of stuff in there for just about everybody. It's a very human game, so
1: yeah. I would
0: recommend it. I, I
1: enjoy games like that, like that, yeah. are n- that are not like very loose on the game part, right? But that are more of like an experience. Well, and not to yeah. plug
0: my favorite game of all time. I already recommended it to someone else this week, but uh, freaking, I can never remember the name. Steve, what's my favorite game? <laughs> zero, escape. You, zero Escape. Zero <laughs> Escape
3: Virtue's Last Reward. Oh yeah, that one I can never remember. <laughs> yes, yeah, so
0: play play that game if you like a good story. I know Eugene already did. It's Yeah, uh, it's really it's, good. It's really solid, you know? It does mm-hmm. a lot, so those are a couple of my recommendations, if not nominations, because I don't really have anything from this year that did that. But, okay. like, but it's also my game of the year, and also my category game, and also Best Soundtrack, and I, I, I can't, so... No. <laughs> moving on!
1: Fair.
0: So, yes.
2: getting, uh, yeah, so, getting Yeah, I was going to say, I only gave one, one, one award, but if, if you're okay with moving on from there, I can...
0: You know? I was just I was, gonna say move on to your next award or something or let somebody else talk about this yeah, one. But
3: yeah, I I'm fine say, with doing keep... one award per person per, per turn. Yeah. Well, my my next one is Game of the Year, so go ahead and I'll keep eating.
1: And you can add on here. Well, then let me jump in here then so then we can uh, get a little bit of variety in our lives, I guess. Um, Okay, I have a weird category here, and that's because I didn't really, I, I just didn't know where to put this game, but I wanted to talk about it. And it's not necessarily because I like it very much as a game. But it, it it just stuck with me, kind of like what Justin was saying, that it stuck with you, it, with Lifeless Planet. So this category, and I'm kind of aping it from another podcast I listened to, but this category is called Best Style, because this game has some freaking style. Um, it's called The Moose Man. I got it for review a couple of months ago, actually. I think, it was, gosh, it, it, almost, probably near the beginning of the year, if I had to take a stab at it. But um, it's 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 interesting. It's it's a uh, visually, it is very impressive. Um, the gameplay wise, not so much. It's kind of like a walking sim, honestly. you you're this character, and you're just kind of walking across this two um, D environment and very slowly mind you but um the reason why you're walking slowly is because i think they want you to take in the beautiful art that they drew and um for that i think it's great like it's uh it's it's very stylish it's got an interesting story even um and uh yeah i i thought it was worth a worth a worth a play anyways i think it was like five dollars or something on the e-shop if you were to buy it but again i think i got it for a review so yeah the moose man best style.
0: I will see your best style and raise you one Mega Man eleven. Because that okay. was a really well made game visually and auditorily. Um Mega Man games are exactly what you expect them to be. In eleven reiterations of like classic Mega Man, they have changed like almost non existently except for maybe becoming a little bit easier over time. But Mega Man 11 kind of stands out to me as being the only one that I can recall that's voice acted, um, at least of the originals. The only one that's got like the, the true like 2.5D models and everything. And an actual, like, plot that you can follow along with, which is something I don't remember since maybe Mega Man 4. It was well done. It, it traced back a little bit to Dr. Light and Dr. Wily as, like, college students, which I thought was cool. Um, it was just fun watching the different robot masters, like, actually speak to you and stuff. It, it was a well-done game. and tr- if, As far as a Mega Man game goes, like, I'm, I'm always going to be a sucker for that traditional 2D style that, like, Nine nailed so well. But like nine was really beautiful.
1: But it had and had was that the one with the first female robot master too? Yes, that was Mm yeah. But the thing that
0: the thing that eleven does is it kind of bites off of ironically mighty number nine, which was a a rip in and of itself of Mega Man. So like it's that same style of like three D. You've got the characters that are speaking. Everything's a little more, you know, kind of modernized. Mm -hmm. But it does it in a way that Mighty Number Nine wasn't really able to achieve. So it's interesting to see them kind of steal their own formula back and improve upon it from what Mighty Nine did. Whereas Mighty Number Nine was kind of a good try, but kind of a fell flat
1: game. Capcom's like, wait a minute, there's all these Mega Man type games coming out. But 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 we do Mega Man. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And don't even get me started on Capcom because it's like Mega Man Legends three was supposed to be a thing and mm-hmm. the way they divided up the Mega Man collection, so you have to buy four of them instead of two of them. And it's there's a lot of garbage as far as Capcom's concerned. Let's well, not even talk about Monster Hunter. But you know, it, it is what it is and when they get it right, they do a pretty good job of it. So I'm giving them that one for best style.
3: So okay. talking about style, I want to actually throw one in here. Um, Runner 3. Like, I was thinking oh. about this as you mm-hmm. guys are talking. In Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, um, I kept saying to myself, I want to record myself playing this game just so I can watch it and look at the backgrounds. <laughs> um, but that's, just... Do- that's Donkey Kong. You expect that from the Returns series. That's mm-hmm. kind of their thing. And that, honestly, that
2: was one of the things I loved about playing Donkey Kong Country Returns on the 3DS was... You oh, like, with the 3D? right? Yeah, the parallax 3D, and you could like actually focus your eyes in on stuff in the
3: background. So imagine this. Um, the guys over at uh, Choice Provisions, um, they took the style of Runner 2, which was already really, really good. And they made it look better in HD. Well, I guess the last one was in HD as well, but you know they actually made it look better from what it did in Bit Trip Presents Runner Two. But the the Legend of Rhythm Alien. Yep. But the thing that they did better in this one is the the worlds that they have. um, They feel so much more Mm -hmm. full, but it's the design of the worlds. Mm -hmm. It's like if they it's almost like if you have a Dreamworks um, you know style art style but Ren and Stimpy style humor in there that's what this game is it's not quite you know like uh, it's not quite a CG game in terms of how crisp and Mm -hmm. high definition it is it's got more of a claymation style to it but it's not quite clay either so it's not like Clay Fighter but it's not like uh, shrek either it's somewhere in between those two so it kind of
0: okay. does for you what donkey kong country did for people like 25 years ago
3: exactly that, that like whoa look at that kind of thing exactly and there's so much going on and it's just like the weirdest stuff that you see in the background like i remember this level where the track that you're running on go- is going around in a tornado it's going around a tornado in an upward spiral mm-hmm but there's stuff going on inside the tornado at the same time like stuff that's flying up and it's all happening to the beat of the music and the music in that game is phenomenal it just can't touch donkey kong or smash um who did the music for for those games um shoot i should know this Uh, you
2: should know this i feel like it's somebody notable
3: Um, let me pull it up real quick because believe it or not I have it on my phone and it's in the recently added section if I'm not mistaken Um, I am not trying to stall for time right now here we go into my bit trip playlist so there's two parts to it Matthew Harwood did the music for this game Um, and he was was basically given the rights I don't know if he did the other stuff because I just have it in my phone as Gage and Games from when I bought it um, but he took the original songs and kind of remixed a bunch of them and added some new original tracks. And that's just for the main game. For the retro levels, a group called um, Stemage, or S-T-E-M-A-G-E. Oh, I've,
2: I've heard of them.
3: They did the music for the retro levels. So there's actually two different soundtracks. So... Awesome but yeah so best style definitely goes to bit trip for me can
0: can i interrupt once more and say i would like to actually (laughs) nominate my game that i'm nominating everything else for for best (laughs)
2: style as well because
0: it has it (laughs)
2: okay i would probably Uh, uh i would probably nominate um Okami HD for style, but I actually haven't booted that game up yet, so...
0: It it doesn't look, at least on the gamepad, maybe it looks better on the TV because everything does, but it doesn't look good enough to not... Yeah, gamepad. But it doesn't look good enough to get, like, that kind of cred, in my opinion. It's still very
2: much a Wii game. Like, it's not like...
0: Wind Waker so did a little bit better. Was it job. wasn't
2: it originally a GameCube or PlayStation 2? Originally game it was PlayStation
0: 2, but I yeah. think the first time Nintendo got it, it was Wii. But anyway, yeah. point point being, like like Wind Waker did a better job of kind of like kind of smoothing things out, making it look a little more fleshed out. Okami still looks kind of grainy. It still has yeah. that, you know. I mean, it's a fine game. It's just not super pretty from like a, a
2: purely technical
0: standpoint. Sure.
2: I guess. Um who's up next
1: go for it
0: okay
2: i was gonna say i think lucas needs a turn well
0: all i Um, have is my game of the year which is getting
2: like every award so i'm waiting until we do that
3: that's all all i've got too but we are also at 20 minutes left in the segment so
2: all right well i'll do i'll do a a couple of quick ones then um best game from last year that i'm still playing because i haven't been able to play too many new games this year um, is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, I thought that after beating the game, I would put it down, but then I decided, oh, I'm going to tr- try Well, first of all, we got the Champion's Ballad, which right. threw me into it for another, like, 10, 15 hours or more. <clears throat> and then uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to give Master Mode a try. And if ever you want to find out how well that went, there are some <laughs> videos on uh, Infendo's YouTube channel of me getting my butt handed to me by bokoblins but uh so i got just as addicted to playing through the game a second time in master mode as i did the first time so i've probably poured see i put over 200 hours into it on the wii u i've probably come close to 200 hours on the switch um so yeah that's the best game the best not new game that i've been playing
0: and I'll jump in there as well, and this might come as a shock, but I'm gonna say Minecraft. Um, oh no. And I'm I'm not oh, really no. I'm not really See, saying f- that because it's had a ton of major improvements, but it hooked me for a few more hours. And the reason that it deserves it, I think, is because we they upgraded us. We went this year from owning a like Nintendo exclusive version of Minecraft to like this inclusive multi-platform um you start up a server with a bunch of other people now steve can go into the world when i'm not playing it and participate like they had a right. lot of technical updates and they modernized it on the screen. right. and
3: you went from the of, legacy uh, version to the current version
0: yeah and because of that it? i think it's it's probably the game from last year that i put the most time into this year at least in terms of games that i'd already played last year
2: see and after i fell off the minecraft wagon i found it hard to get back on but you know maybe one of these days i'll jump into your world and or start a new one with one or both of you and
3: we we, we can talk about that more in my segment
0: it's a hard (laughs) game because like it encourages creativity but at the same time it saps you of your like real world creativity So, like you'll spend like 10 hours working on something in game and then you won't want to work on any projects in the real world so sure. there's a real give-and-take there between like how much of my life do I want to commit to this virtual world
1: um... so uh... how many more do you have Eugene? um... I've got a few more but actually my um, one of my categories is pretty much the same as you just had so my 2018's best game of 2017 is well, there's have two of them because I played a crap ton of PUBG last year, and I know it's not a Nintendo game, but I still want to talk a, a bit about it because I played it a fair amount. Um, PUBG... That's okay because
2: I'll jump off of yours. And... Let's talk, let's <laughs> taco about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I oh god, I love I love me some PUBG. Da-da, and, da-da, da-da. and I haven't played that yet. I've downloaded
2: onto my onto my one, but I haven't played it yet.
1: It's so good, guys. It's so good. And now that they've good. fortnighted it. I guess you could say they've, they've. I'm sorry. Explain. Yeah, now that they Fortnited it, and now that they have basically the a battle pass and all that fun stuff, and mm. then you can unlock certain things and everything like that. It's. I you know I I don't pay any money for it.
0: But there's uh, more uh, of an addiction to kind of keep yeah
1: because right because now i have goals it's like okay so now i have to you know melee 10 people in this place or whatever and that you know i might be trying for for that you know like different different goals different objectives to maybe like get my stuff like for example like for the um for the christmas event they had it so then to get the i think it was like a a rudolph nose and like a shirt you had to um, make top 10 10 times and you know i did that and i got my i got to keep my costume um, what I do like about the way PUBG has is doing it, at least what they did for this um, event, is that they give you the items to start with, and then at the end of the event, if you haven't completed your tasks, then they take it away. So at least you get to see, you know, the what the different, yeah, what the different costume options and stuff like that are. So I think that's in, an interesting spin on it.
0: I will say, as soon as PUBG comes to Switch, I will delete Fortnite, so
1: <laughs> come on over, Fortnite,
0: big boy!
2: <laughs> I haven't played Fortnite in a long time, and it's not for lack of interest, but because I just can't, I have no interest in playing it alone. I my, need friends, and my, nobody, none of my friends play it. <laughs>
0: my only gripe with, well, I have a few for, gripes with Fortnite. One of my gripes with Fortnite is literally everyone under the age of 10 plays it constantly which is, you know, a turnoff right there because it's like, I'm older than you. I know more than you. I have, but, I have <laughs> an
3: entire dealership that spend all day yeah.
0: playing it. Yeah, and the, the, the overhypedness, you know, you guys know how that works. Oh, yeah. Like, but it didn't with my game of the year, but overhypedness on <laughs> stuff Gee. is a real turnoff for me.
2: But uh, I, the real I, thing... I, go ahead. Gonna- uh, well, I, I, I mean, I, I won't say where I work, but I do work for a retail outlet. And oh my God, the Fortnite merchandise that mm-hmm. was out this Christmas was nauseating. <laughs> and I like Fortnite and I don't have a problem with Fortnite being popular, but oh my God, stop.
0: The, the <laughs> only thing that I see as a weakness in Fortnite as opposed to PUBG is the building mechanics stuff. I tried to like it. I tried to get into it. But it's just that extra level of, like, ADD. You know, you have to be really quick at build, 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 tall, tall. tall you know, and you're building towers and stuff. I like the natural uh, feel that you get from PUBG, where it's just like you have to find a base and hunker down and yeah, survive. Yeah, yeah. Like That, that to me, is so much more enjoyable and organic than what Fortnite maybe,
2: offers. Maybe, maybe tonight after the show, you guys need to teach me how to play PUBG. Because it's installed on my one.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I don't really have access to it right now. But I would if play with you. Do, I'll play
1: with you. so I, <laughs> and I can get it on mobile? And I can play it that way. I played on mobile too. It's even good there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I uh, the other game because I said I had two. My other uh, 2018's best game of 2017 was Cuphead, because I beat it in 2017, beat it in 2017, but there's so much more to do um, that, and like, it just goes so deep. And I've been playing it a lot. Um, Did you you play the
0: update with the new character and everything?
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. It's still really good. Um, If you have access to a PC or an Xbox, I, I highly recommend Cuphead. I,
2: I haven't mm-hmm. pulled the trigger on it just because I cannot get over the difficulty hump. Like I don't want to spend twenty bucks on a game that I'm never going to well, get past level one on.
1: But <laughs> the thing is, there is um, there are, it's that you can put it into like an easy mode, right? And see, and then you can see all the levels. It, it's just if you want to, um, you know, do everything and put it on like yeah, the normal well, mode. And that's the
2: thing is, I've heard that like the easy mode, you miss out on like half of the boss. Um, you know uh, what are the uh, phases? Half of the yeah, boss well, phases and major to be parts expected of the
1: story, because because as the yeah. phases get get stronger, like you know that you don't you don't want to be there if you're on easy mode, right? Well, it's like oh my god, this I mean, is the suppose, fifth phase. I mean,
2: I suppose there's always YouTube if I want to catch that stuff.
0: To be entirely fair, the story in Cup Night or er, Cup Night, wow,
2: well, <laughs> um there's a crossover waiting to
0: happen. God <laughs> Club, contact me. Um, the story <laughs> in Cuphead is so minimal that you realize yeah
2: you don't need to like you don't need to worry what
0: you're, you're missing, missing out on of, is
2: animations mm-hmm. like, well that's the thing is i just don't want to miss out on any of that beautiful hand drawn, mm-hmm. yeah like and 1930s to, style animation to
0: that point cuphead and cup knight are not um they are not like high-end games why is it not on switch
1: well because microsoft, microsoft. Um, is that and a dissolved microsoft- thing
2: yeah mm -hmm. yeah they've got an exclusive deal on it so
0: microsoft this is why i don't want to buy an xbox like
1: well that's why that's why they made the deal so then you would buy it see that's the thing though (laughs) all it does is
0: turn me off all it does is tell me you're a nasty company and i don't want to be around you but
3: to be fair at least they're playing nice in the cross-platform market unlike another blue clad console (laughs) yeah you know who you are
1: So I'm gonna roll into my next um, category because I've got three or three more. I've got two and then game of the year. So um, my next one is best remake slash port. Um, I think that's an obvious one for me. The um, uh, Red Dead. I was gonna say Red Dead Redemption. Um, Great remake. <laughs> Dark Souls. So um, I've put a lot of time into that one. Not a, not Speaking necessarily. Speaking of games that
2: I'll never get past level one on.
1: I, I I put a lot of time into Dark Souls, but funnily enough, it's mostly playing with a friend because I took that over to his house, and then I was kind of coaching him and playing with it, and we're kind of playing together and whatever. So that ended up being a game that, weirdly enough, we played co-op, like past the co- the character mode on his Switch, and um, we ended up beating it twice, I think, and i have beaten it once on my console. Um, I tried to beat it as fast as I can. I think I did it in like seven hours or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to check my time. But uh, yeah, um, that's a game that continues to be great. It's still one of the best games of all time. So um, I love it. It's fun. It's great. It's awesome. Well, Fantastic. I'm going
0: to agree with you, not so much because I've put that much time into it and can make an honest judgment, but because it's one of the only remakes slash ports I've been able to play this year. Mm-hmm. But of the like, two hours I've put into Dark Souls so far, I like it. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's like Legend of Zelda, but without characters I'm attached to. So right. you know, I'm I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying myself thus far. So I will also give it my nomination for uh, game of the or game of the year. Yeah, Dark Souls game of the year 2018 for me. Uh, whatever that category is, we were just talking
1: about that. <laughs> Best remake slash port. Right. Fair enough. All right. Um, does anybody else want to jump on that train and take a be- remake port? Or Justin, you want to read one of your categories?
2: Um, well, actually, Cat-a-gorns. I'm going to piggyback off of whoops. I'm going to piggyback off of yours. I just want to show everybody how cute my cat is. Um, cat cam
3: new to Infendo Radio
2: 2019. <laughs> and uh, no, um, what was I say? Oh, um, games that my Nintendo game of the year, which I was going to say for later, but since you already um kind of mm-hmm. you know threw it into the threw it into the ring, um, is not surprisingly red dead redemption 2 and even though i haven't really gotten deep into it um it's it's definitely a game that i'll that i see myself continuing to play in more or less in fits and starts but you know it's because i just got batman and you know that's kind of eating up my time now but um Red Dead Redemption 2 is everything I wanted out of a Red Dead Redemption sequel. So, in fact, it's kind of making me want the original Red Dead Redemption to come out on Switch so that I can play both of them side by side. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's my Nintendo game of the year and I've talked about it on the show, Lucas has talked about it on the show, I'm pretty sure Eugene has talked about it on the show. It's just an amazing game and uh and so that's that's my Nintendo but uh the next uh, category I was going to uh, mention is the most unexpected Super Mario RPG sequel <laughs> okay of 20 of I'm, I'm listening
0: I also have one for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is if you've been listening to me at all in the past few weeks it is South Park the Stick of Truth yep because <laughs> the the gameplay and the fighting mechanics and the the in, the enjoyable like how enjoyable the story is and how funny it like everything about that is 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 super mario rpg like just in much less family appropriate form and i mean i love south park so that already helps that you know i i have an interest in the characters and the you know location and all that stuff and i already know what the humor is like and but um, I never expected it to play so much like Super Mario RPG, and there hasn't been a game like Super Mario RPG since Super Mario RPG, with the notable exception of Paper Mario. So, um, actually, it's probably more like Paper Mario because, you know, paper cutout characters. But, <laughs> so, yeah, um... I got South Park: The Stick of Truth because I really wanted to try it because I heard good things about it, and I like South Park. And I'm continuing to play it because it's giving me that Super Mario RPG vibe. So uh, nice. So that's so that's that. That's one of my made-up awards. <laughs>
0: and tacking on to that made-up award, um, Steven Universe: Save the Light is another Paper Mario mm. Mario RPG esque game. That gave me that exact same feeling, those those warm, fuzzy, I'm playing a Paper Mario game again, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah. it. It comes with the exact same territory, I feel, that South Park does. If you're not a fan of the show, it probably won't do anything for you. But and if, I've
2: never watched the show, so that's but the, if the you disappointing part.
0: are a fan of the show and you like Paper Mario, it is like the game I've been wanting for like 20 years so i very much enjoyed it it was a little short but it was still like longer than i thought it was gonna be probably like a 10-hour romp or so so i was happy and
2: and and here's another thing i'm loving about uh south park Uh, and i've gotten into this this debate a little bit with you guys and quite a bit on twitter you guys know i hate grindy rpgs like Mm -hmm. i i like to feel like i'm progressing with the game and not that the game is artificially stopping me from progressing by making me do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again for an hour and part of that is respect for my gaming time i have very little gaming time so for me to spend Mm -hmm. an hour grinding just to get to the next part of the game is just a complete waste of time for me because that's my entire day's worth of gaming Um, so justin
3: don't ever
1: play monster hunter <laughs> 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 <Good> <laughs> the
2: difference is monster hunter has a social aspect of it whereas most turn based role playing yeah games, but you're still you're like, by I,
3: yourself. I spent two and a half hours battling Atal uh, just so I could get five Atal gems I needed to maximize my armor it's that kind of game <laughs>
2: What Russian? I have no idea what he just said. But anyway, Egyptian. It's an amazing monster. It is. Um.
3: Any. Anyway, like
2: number one south park has a difficulty adjustment so if i want to make the game more difficult and grindy i can adjust that on the fly like i've actually found a couple boss boss battles to be a little too easy like i can adjust that on the fly in the game if i want to make it harder or i can just keep it on easy and sail through the battles and just enjoy the interactivity of the battle system plus because the game is funny and even the battles themselves are funny like i never stop chuckling at like the funny things that butters says or you know like some of the ridiculous ridiculously gross out moves there are um you know stuff like that like it's it just hits that perfect point in a turn-based rpg that like this game is as enjoyable to play as you know as like a non turn-based game like it keeps me engaged and it keeps me progressing and it keeps me interested so yeah even if you're a person who doesn't like and i'd say the same thing about super mario rpg and paper mario if you're a person who isn't really a huge fan of turn-based rpgs this is the turn-based rpg to play (laughs) they're definitely
0: more sorry Sorry, steve Steve, you haven't Go, go ahead I was just gonna say they're definitely more accessible RPGs, and there's sure. there is value to that. Like I love a good grindy hundred hour RPG, but there's also value to an RPG that you can just play, and it's based more on your ability to block and combo than your yeah. ability to to level up and grind.
2: So, well, and that, and that's the other thing is if you're not good at the. Timing-based part of it, the game is already harder. Yeah,
0: that's the that's the scale that makes it like there's you still have input. It's just a different kind of input. Instead of spending time, you're exerting energy. Because you're not just hitting a button and watching somebody do a move. You're hitting a button and timing it right. There's there's a, there's like, a like,
2: there. like I call you know stuff like uh, Earthbound, which is why Earthbound never really grabbed me. The press A to win games.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean to that end, Earthbound is much more of a like status based game. But but yeah, it's it's very much like you're not going to be pressing any buttons to like change anything. It's just well, actually. Mother 3 kind of changed that because Mother 3 had a rhythm mechanic. But that's besides the point.
3: (laughs) Well, and I I love games like that that have a slight scale of difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you get older and your time gets less due to, you know, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. jobs, wives, um, you know, kids, all that kind of stuff, that does take away from your video game time. And so sometimes it does become more about, okay, do I want to see the entire game? Or do I want to play it for the challenge? I like games that give you the choice on which way you want to do it. Because then there's always. The thing
2: is with. With role playing games, it's just a matter of changing the mathematics anyway. Well, yeah. Like, you know, you cut this, you set it on easy and damage, and their damage does half. You set it on hard and their damage does double. I mean, that's all you have to do in a turn based RPG. It baffles my mind that more companies don't put a difficulty adjustment well, in Well, I
0: mean, yes and no, because that is kind of all you have to do, but then you have to make sure that each one of those modes feels balanced enough. Because it's, yeah, like, I mean, it's like if you're just having the difficulty for everything, then it might be kind of weird and wonky. It's like, like I, I understand the, the idea behind it, but I think there might be a little more that goes into it than that. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Right. Um, like, like in Etrian Odyssey, for example, what they do is, I, I think there is a damage reduction, but um, Etrian Odyssey is one of those games where if you die in the field, you go back to your last save and you're just done. Um, on normal mode, you get one do-over to then escape from the dungeon if you're in trouble. And on beginner mode, you literally just start up at the beginning of the fight every time, so you can
1: play this. Mm. But,
0: nice. um, yeah, that's kind of what it is.
1: Right. Well, I have one more category before my Game of the Year um, category. So, yeah, um, I've talked about this before. This is kind of what spurred on this um, for me, but... Uh, best Pooping Game. I have two. Um, Debris Infinity is by far the best pooping game of all time however i have recently been introduced with a game that i will be talking about more next week um but it was an, it's a game that we got for review it's called rage in peace um it's actually i got <laughs> a rage in really su-
2: peace for your mom right here <clears throat> easy i'm actually
1: surprised <laughs> with um how the um how this game is it's uh it, it's uh I don't want really want to spoil it because I'm going to be talking about about it a lot next week. But it's it's basically I guess kind of an endless not an endless runner. It's like a Super Meat Boy esque game I guess where it's super hard, um, and it's a it's got great platforming. But uh, yeah, that game has turned into my pooping game because I can, I can play it. I can die like seven hundred times and then I can get off the toilet and go back to work.
2: So. Great. See, I was I was going to jump in and say the best pooping game for me is Picross, or Picross 3D, or Zelda Picross, or any of the other Picross games. But the problem is, I'm getting into the point in most of those games where the puzzles take me 10, 20, sometimes 30 minutes, and your feet go numb after a while. <laughs> like, those aren't good pooping games when you get into the higher difficulties.
0: <laughs> um, I gave up on playing games on the toilet when I was like 10, not to... Nah. Not
2: to shame, you guys. I, I brought it up I as I got older. I didn't have older. that option when I was 10. I was reading the instruction <laughs> manuals on the toilet back but, then.
0: Um, if I had a pooping game, it would probably be Katamari Damacy, mostly okay. just because those levels are pretty short, pretty sweet. Um, in, in lieu of a pooping game, that was my, like, I'm going to play around round of this before my appointment. I'm going to play around round yeah. of this before work. Like, that, that type of game. So I think it, it kind of follows the same logic. I just didn't literally play it while I was pooping, so. <laughs> well,
3: I, I don't really have a pooping
1: game. I mean, Discord. Yeah, <laughs> Discord. Discord. Discord is my, my pooping. pooping game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Twitter. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Well, oh. I guess do we want to bring it into the oh, game of the year? Yeah, or we have uh, do. for here? Can I?
2: I got a. I got one more category. Oh I yeah, I yeah, yeah. Get away. Because um, I. I thought it was important to give credit to uh, accessories that I have gotten a lot of use out of. Um, And I have two. The number one winner for me for the best Switch accessory is actually the PowerA wireless uh, Pro controller that looks like a GameCube controller. Um, That thing is like the perfect controller for playing smash with and some other games like it just feels exactly like a gamecube controller the buttons feel exactly like a gamecube controller its response time is you can't even tell that it's wireless like it is so snappy and uh and it's got good weight to it the only thing it's missing is rumble which you know in that respect it's more like a wave bird but um you know a few days ago maybe it was a week or so ago i put the switch in and played smash with my two boys and uh i hooked up the gamecube adapter because i didn't mm. want them pressing any of the menu buttons or screenshot buttons <sighs> um and uh so i gave them the gamecube controllers and i myself had my power a and it was it was just perfect it was it was the way smash should be so um if you um nah, pro controller robust the- i love the pro- pro controller. <laughs> Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> Yeah, joy so, uh, the
1: with the grips, like, separate. I, I have to, when I'm playing Smash, I have to have those little slider things. I can't have, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? The I can't, yeah. the rails, the rail things.
2: Yeah, um, and, uh, uh, but there is a, a, uh, a runner-up, I suppose, to, to that, because I had to mention it, but, and you saw it earlier tonight, the flip grip. This is the most brilliant <laughs> um. Unofficial, um, switch accessory ever, and I was just playing Donkey Kong Junior on it in vertical mode, and it's just it's so perfectly crafted, and it it does what it's supposed to do, and it's cheap, like was like twelve maybe fifteen bucks, and and just get a flip grip. Like, if you want to play any of the pinball games or any of the arcade games or anything on Switch, get a flip grip. Keep it in your carrying case. It is the greatest thing in the world. And the fact that some guy on Kickstarter came up with it instead of Nintendo themselves when they were bringing out Donkey Kong with the option for a vertical orientation mode. Like, it's just it's insane that somebody Mm -hmm. else had to make this, but but he made. i wish i had his name in front of me but he made like a perfect well a I perfect will, I accessory will. Here. the only reason it's not higher than the pro the pro controller the power a controller is because this has very limited uses only really good for a few games whereas that um power a controller you could use it for everything it's not great for everything but you could use it for every game
0: Um, I'll piggyback off of you with that somebody did it better than than Nintendo thing for my nomination. I don't do a lot of accessories. I don't need a lot of accessories. But 8-Bit, though, knocked um, the NES and the Super Nintendo controllers out of the park. Neither of those controllers are available in their original forms anymore. They are now altered forms that look less like the original controllers. 99% chance that's because of a potential lawsuit or a cease and desist of some kind. Um, but if you're really wanting to get your hands on one, one of these you know, wireless old-school controllers, you can still get them online. Um, you can go to Amazon. You can go to eBay. They're still out there floating around.
2: Um, oh, yeah, and that's actually another, just real quick, 8 dome made that little wireless adapter for the Switch that lets you use uh, Wii Pro or GameCube controllers, which I actually got a lot of use out of in Smash. And yes, Rumble does work, by the way, Eugene. So for 20 bucks, that's another good investment.
0: Um, I'm kind of amazed that Nintendo decided to make their NES controllers only compatible with the NES Classic games. I don't really understand the reason for that, when you could just Play any game with them? No, that's not true. You can, I've, I've
1: seen I've seen somebody saying that they were playing Sonic Mania with the NES. Yeah, I, is that the I case? Think, uh, because I had
2: never heard that. I've seen somebody play Smash with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like yeah, with with I'd, them. Like I had always heard the report
0: the that you could only play uh, NES games with them, which was a big turnoff for me. Yeah, yeah right. I think that's right. what
2: they had reported but um, mm-hmm. and, and I think part of that comes to the fact that they don't have joysticks so mm-hmm. you're limited to what you can do with it well, but, but that's no didn't...
0: different than an 8-bit dough unless you buy one of the less
2: realistic looking
0: ones um, the one that I would like to nominate is the switchblades that we had the guy on to talk about but homie kind of flaked on me and I never got to try them so I can't, I can't nominate yeah. those I can just throw a little shade um,
3: I, I still need to send you mine because I haven't used them in a little bit.
0: I mean, I guess. I don't know how much use I'm going to get out of them these days, but, like, eh, it's, give or take. I could I could give or take. I was excited when we had them on, but I didn't get a chance to get some, so I guess, I don't know.
1: I <laughs> guess you'll have to buy I'll, it if you want Go check will, out 8-Bit though.
0: They make a nice product. <laughs> or they did.
1: I'm, I'm wearing
3: mine. Um, I am using a an Arctis Pro Wireless by SteelSeries or whatever the hell they are. It is a completely wireless solution to Nintendo's awful voice chat problem that they couldn't get right. Um, It's got a transmitter, which I'm attempting to hold in front of the camera, not very well, Um, that you plug into the USB port on your Switch dock, and it sends um, an actual USB, you know, wireless full surround sound and everything signal to the headset. But it also has Bluetooth built in that you can use simultaneously. And the cool thing about this microphone versus the Arctis 3 Bluetooth that I was using before, is on this one, the, um, the microphone that's built into it, which I'll pull out, um, it can be used on both applications at the same time. So on the Arctis 3 <coughs> Bluetooth, um, you, if I was chatting on Discord using the wire, the bluetooth microphone part of it wouldn't work on this one the microphone works for both applications at the same time um and it's completely wireless it's very pricey um <laughs> i got mine for like 130 dollars off and it was still 200 bucks so very expensive but if you have the money to throw around for it it'll change your world it and it does work with the switch just fine but it it works in PS4 mode. Is the mode you have to set the transceiver mm-hmm. to? What was the, the What
1: was the other one that you had? Because it, it was was it also a Steel Series?
3: It was. Um, the one I'm using now is the Arctis Pro Wireless. The one I was using before was the Arctis 3 Bluetooth. Okay. So and this one, when the switch is in handheld mode, it does still have a cable that you can connect to it, and you can still use Bluetooth um, to your phone, and then the cable down to your switch in handheld mode. So it still works that way too. I just haven't tested the microphone on that to see if it's... Well, I guess it wouldn't because the Switch doesn't support voice chat, so never mind.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so. The
2: Switch supports voice chat. It's called Discord. It's called <laughs> Zoom. It's called... Yeah, point whatever point that that is. Third-party
0: well, voice yeah. chat encouragement. They're branching out to make it more inclusive with other systems.
2: I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't like talking to people I don't know anyway, so I couldn't care less that voice chat isn't... I'm also in that use, boat. But, Voice
0: chat was yeah. a novelty that quickly wore off for me, so.
2: Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, I, I get the frustration with it not being readily available, and certainly their way of going about it is ludicrous, but it doesn't phase me, so it's just not something I mm-hmm. feel the need to complain about.
1: Right. Well, um, something that you guys are going to complain about is what I chose for Game of the Year. Um, <laughs> But I'll, um, I guess that's where we're at, right? Like we're, It's going to be some this.
2: Pokemon yeah. Go Pokemon
1: <laughs> bullshit. Sonic Mania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, does anybody want to go first? I know, Lucas, you've been dying to talk about your game of the year.
0: I'm excited. But let's see if you go first just in case he has to dip. And then yeah. maybe I can go and then you can go. And then we'll save Justin for last. Okay.
3: So I had a hell of a time thinking about game of the year. Because the problem is, is as I looked through my profile on Switch, all of the games that I've played a metric crap ton of this year were not games that started out this year. They were ported (laughs) to the Switch this year. Um, The first of those being Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Um, It came out on May 18th and since may 18th as of tonight i have logged 270 hours in that game which is absolutely disgusting part of that is because it got <laughs> at me at least through. you at
2: least you admit it
3: <laughs> yeah part of that though you guys have to understand is i have these tent sales that we do on labor day and memorial day for my work mm-hmm. and that is for and for t- some
2: reason hyrule warriors is the only game that will work in those well
3: tents. when did it when did it come out It came out May 18th, the 10th sale, the first one was in Memorial Day, or was on Memorial Day weekend. It's four 13-hour days of internet gaming.
0: In addition <laughs> to that, it is it is very much like a right.
3: solo Monster Hunter experience. Right. It
0: is play and grind and play and grind and play and grind, and it has enough there to keep you for like a good 200 hours. So. And, I'll, Clearly. and I'll tell you what,
3: every time somebody walked by in my part of the tent yep. and they would see it, they're like, Oh my gosh, what are you playing? That looks so cool. Is that Link? Is that Link? You, you know, they thought it was Breath of the Wild almost every time. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah So 270 hours in What is that about Six and a half months Um, The second game was uh, Minecraft And I know that Minecraft Switch Edition came out Last year on Switch But Minecraft, the Bedrock Edition Is the one that I'm talking about Oh you weasel And that (laughs) came out June 28th Um, So on that one version alone I've logged 150 hours So, which isn't as high as I thought it was going to be for this time of year. (laughs) Um, But I mean, it's freaking Minecraft. And they ended the year, the very last update we got this year, had a freaking Nightmare Before Christmas um, skin pack for it, which is absolutely amazing. That's how I play Minecraft now. Um, (laughs) So those two are actually my runners-up. Because another game came out that completely Mm. stole me away from both of those. On August 28th, Think about this, August 28th, so... My roommate's uh, old September, birthday! No wait, that was 24. September, October, November, December, so in four months and about a week now, I've put 215 hours into Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. <laughs> I'm Proud of you. He's problem. he's a
0: higher level than me now in that game.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm three, He's like those, 90. Those I'm those of you Lucas.
2: listening at home are missing the look of disapproval on yeah. Eugene's face <laughs> as he's just embarrassed to be on the same show, so, Steve.
3: So here's so here's a fun little uh, fun few statistics about this game. I'm tied with Lucas in time play for the game. Mm-hmm. I'm a higher HR. Um. I, I have, Lucas is effectively playing two characters, I'm effectively playing two characters. Yep. Because I have my Hunter that I've basically gotten the max armor I can for him right now, but I've got a Palico that I'm working, or a Prowler that I'm working on right now, that just hit level 76, I think. Um, like, I have invested in a godly amount of time in this, <laughs> I'm, but... I'm,
0: I'm, I'm telling you, Eugene, real quick, if Heather ever goes on like a month long cruise and you're alone and you have nothing yeah. to do, download the game and binge with us for a few weeks yeah. and you'll have a much different experience.
3: And here's and here's the thing. Uh, Lucas and I had this discussion the other day and it's very true. Yeah. When I started on Infendo Radio, I was anti-online gaming. The only online <laughs> game I ever played at that time was Black the Ops. PlayStation 4 version of, My- of Minecraft. Yeah. I, I thought you said I Black hate- Ops. No, I hate Black Ops. I played it once online, got got absolutely spanked, and never played it again. I, was and saying, that was I thought Black, none of us liked Black, Call of Duty. <laughs> that was Black I Ops 1, by knowledge. the way. That was how long ago. Like, we're talking Black Ops 1 on PS3.
2: Well, I mean, everybody um, experiments with embarrassing stuff in college. Oh, yeah, it was, it was
3: my thing. <laughs> <laughs> last, what, oh, Lucas, God. was it last night or was it the night before? Must I have been was, the night before. Too. I was hub-hopping. Yeah, in Monster Hunter. You were
0: like, alternate. he shocked me because he texts me and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm farming gems," and I'm like, "How?" It's like the last monster in the game. He's like, "Oh, I've started up some random rooms," and I'm, I'm like, "Steve's playing with strangers." Like he never would
3: this year. I couldn't. I couldn't find anyone to play with on the Nintendo Fever or the Infendo multiplayer or Monster Hunter Discords. So I found another Monster Hunter Discord that I got Lord. in just oh so I could join. Oh my Yes, <laughs> like wow. And, and Eugene's have, Eugene's face has turned to disgust. <laughs> yeah, like, and you guys know me and this shock. Is, this is not like me at all. No, but this game—it's hard the, enough so,
2: getting you to interact with us.
3: Yeah, but the so, the social interaction <laughs> that Lucas and I have, and even when we were hunting with Phantom, until Phantom got a new job um that really kept me going for the beginning of it but now that i'm hooked like now i'm having to find other means
0: yeah to to get your to get your addiction
3: (laughs) it's it's bad god yeah
0: Yeah, no i i I totally see that actually because i had kind of a similar experience not to mooch off of your game of the year experience here but when i started playing i didn't play games online and i didn't use voice chat i had to break like both of those vows to get into Monster Hunter, yeah. and much like you, the first two times I tried it, I hated it. I hated yeah. it on Wii when I played it at a friend's house, yeah, I and it I try. and I hated the demo on the Wii U for uh, four.
2: Like I bought on generations 3DS. on the 3ds, played it for like maybe a couple of hours, and said this game is not for me. That's so. what you
0: do when you start playing Monster Hunter, and then that, if that's... you're lucky, a friend tells you to keep playing <laughs> it, and you play it together. And a few weeks go by, and then you get really like that's how Monster right. Hunter works. I'm convinced that that's that... the only way it works. Well,
3: yeah. <laughs> how did it happen for you? Was it Mike? It that was really got yeah. It was into exactly Hunter? the same
0: thing. Mike was and like. Then... Hey, hey, play this game with me. I really like it. I was like, okay. I tried it. I was like, I don't like this. And then, like, 60 hours later, I was like, I think I like this. Well, yeah. And
3: <laughs> well, then see, you and, that, you and Mike got me into it. And yeah. then that's the you're one like, piece I'm on oh, missing, I think. Oh, so, there's, there's Double Cross. You know, we're done playing on the 3DS. And I'm like, well, make I guess I'm done playing Monster Hunter. It's yeah. never coming this way. And then we get it. And now you and I are playing it together all the time.
2: I know Eugene, you had kind of a similar experience to mine. You played it for a couple of hours and just Eugene couldn't get into like it. No, not a
1: couple. Yeah, I put like forty-five hours into it by solo. Yeah.
0: That depresses me so much, but
2: yeah, you
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> and he still
2: know. and 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 he still thinks Phantom Hourglass looks
3: better.
0: Well, see, and here's the thing: like in a game like Monster <laughs> Hunter, forty-five hours is not
3: you know it's it, not even that's it, not even the introduction it, I,
0: i'm not i'm not saying that that's by any Sounds means like not Fantasy an accomplishment 12. and not a fair shake of the game but it's it's so like that's like getting through the first like third of the game you know so it's it's just one of those things where, like he played it and he didn't like it but for monster hunter that's a 45 hour experience not a
3: one hour experience so <laughs> right
2: well maybe i'll try it again i've um, it 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 and,
3: requires time though, Justin, which I know yeah. you don't have a lot of. Mm-hmm. But if you ever do come across some time, and you're willing to get it on Switch if it's on sale, hit me it, and Lucas up. I will make the time. I, the I, perfect, I don't care if I don't have to sleep. It's the don't, perfect. One of those I don't
0: have to wake up early in the morning. Game. It's a great game when you're right out of college. <laughs> Or you have a job that starts at 10 a.m.
2: Or, you know, it's one of those kind of games. Well, I'm boned because I work until midnight and then I have to (laughs) be up at 8. It is a game that you want
0: a dedicated group of friends to play
2: with
3: you. But when you're getting off work, we're just, like, halfway through our hunting night. Yeah. Like, I'm still up for another two hours. Yeah, I I shouldn't be because I work at 8 in the morning. Also,
0: for what it's worth, um, I'm just throwing this out there, Phantom is, like, HR2. So well, if you ever decide to play Phantom might be a good buddy for you as
1: well.: but. Could I transfer Phantom? my stuff from the well, what I guess do you it mean would Phantom
3: have, is HR2. He can you P-Rank can transfer your game save? No, from oh, the 3DS generations
2: to the switch generations. There's an yeah. app you can download from the eShop mm. that will do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, from 3DS to Switch, if you wanted to do that.
1: Yeah. If I ever get the game, that's what I would end up doing, because then I, yeah. at least I don't have to start from square one. Well, know?
0: yeah, then you'd be closer to me and Steve. We both uh, went at it start from square it one, but that was because we wanted to. That was like, hey, let's relive the moments, you know? <laughs>
2: right. Um, all right. Uh, who's next? Uh, Lucas, you were already talking. Do you want to. I'm, I'm gonna steal it. You're so going. my my
0: You're game of the year, and my most stylish game, and my game with the best soundtrack, <laughs> and my category that I was gonna bring in, which is best RPG, the game with the best story I've played this year, and everything else I can think of is not a Nintendo game. But weird, non-Nintendo. Once again, yeah, it's also my favorite Nintendo game. Once again, much like Mother 3, I have Smash Bros. to thank for turning me on to an amazing game I never would have given another chance. Because when I found out that Joker was being revealed, I was like, this is garbage. I don't want this. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm intrigued. And then I was like, I'll watch the anime. And then I watched half of the anime. And I was like, why am I spoiling myself? I want to play this <laughs> hey. So um, I used a little leftover money from a gift card to pick it up on PlayStation 3. And I put like five hours a night into it for the last like three or four days. I can say being like a tenth of the way through it and not really even <laughs> that far all <laughs> in all, that it is my nomination for my game of the year. It did not come out in 2018, but it is game of the year for me. Um what game is it? It is... It is an amazing game. The story is fantastic. The thing that amazes me the most is that I have played other Persona games and I have played other Shin Megami Tensei games and I don't like them at all. And I put like one or two hours into it, but this one just hooks me. The character development is amazingly good. The but story... wh-
1: which Persona specifically is This,
0: this is one? Persona
1: 5, okay, which is five.
0: the one that has Joker okay. in it who is going to be DLC in
2: Smash Bros. But um it's just, and I'm going to get him, despite having no idea who he is, and, because I already bought the fighter's and pass. And <laughs> I'm
0: going to main him because I love him and I love everything about this game. Um, it it never bores me. Like everything about it is just on, on like a perfect level. The combat is incredibly fluid and incredibly like it allows you to do so many different things. And there's a monster catching element to it, which is not unlike Shin Megami Tensei. But you know that's like my weakness in RPGs anyway. It is the first time in years and years and years that I've played an RPG with a main character who is more or less not me, not somebody I get to make and create from the start and just, you know, I'm forced to play as someone else. And I love it to death. Like, I've never played a RPG that's not totally customizable that I like this much. <sighs> so, like, everything, like, I've been listening to the music nonstop. Um just it's it's a great game and I love it so freaking much. So that is that is my game of the year. It is my everything else that I could nominate it for. Um I'm very much looking forward to Smash Bros. And
2: and game. when it inevitably comes to out switch, on the Switch are you going to play it again? <laughs> I will
0: repurchase it and I will play it totally again. Cuz like the thing is right now um one of the mechanics in the game that's really interesting is you don't always do the RPG thing. You're also like a high schooler in Japan. So you spend your time, you only have so much time each day as the calendar tips closer to the six-month cutoff where the story kind of started. Um, And as you're playing through the game, you're making connections with other players, well, other characters. You're boosting certain skills. So you might choose to go to the library and study, or you might choose to work out at the gym, or you might choose to, So you're kind of like building up your character as you go for specific events and, you know, depending on the level of connection that you have to other players, you get more options and things available. But because I'm playing it on the PlayStation right now, where I only really have time to sit down and play it at night after I'm like done with my entire day, it's like when I'm waiting to do something date specific, I actually have to say like, okay, tomorrow I will go and, you know, finish that mission that I've been working on for the last three days. Um, If I have it on Switch, it just becomes a (laughs) bingo game, which is going to be cool, but I almost like that I'm forced to segment it right now, because it's just a really fun game.
1: So. You're, you made me just so mad right now because I did not realize <sighs> that that game was a dual release on PlayStation Four and PlayStation Three. That's the only reason I haven't gotten it, mm-hmm. and I have a PlayStation I Three. I
0: didn't. I I did it on a whim because I didn't. I don't have a PlayStation Four either. I don't. And yeah. I looked it up and I was like, "Is it on PS 3 And I'm like, "Oh, look at that! It is. I can die. I can buy it, and it's thirty dollars. So, so I'm gonna have to stay, get that game because that's
1: tuned. something that I've been wanting to play for a long time.
3: It's really good game. Stay tuned though because there's rumors. There's going to be some sort of announcement, I believe, in February, about Persona 5 R, I think mm-hmm. it's called. Um, they haven't confirmed it yet for Switch, but there is the possibility.
0: They usually the do, do a... Uh, there's not really like a definitive edition usually with the games. There's just different versions that add extra right. stuff. and. Like but Persona
3: yeah. 4 Golden, I think, yeah. is the... And yeah, then there so was there, a, is a
0: portable, a- I think, that also had like, extra content. So. There
3: is a chance, because if a PlayStation 3 can run it, there's no reason that it can't come to Switch. No,
0: let me tell you, there's like a 99% chance we're getting Mm -hmm. it on Switch, because it's bizarre to think that we would be getting Joker from Persona, and nobody who owns Nintendo Systems exclusively has ever heard of him. Like,
2: There's got to be. It's got to be. Well, I mean, to be fair, there have been Persona games on Nintendo Systems, just like there have been Final Fantasy games on Nintendo Systems but there's never been Final Fantasy, and yet Final Fantasy Seven, and yet we have Cloud in Tidus. But so we are getting Final Fantasy Seven on the. S- okay, but but we weren't getting Final Fantasy Seven on anything back when Cloud was released. I understand.
0: I understand. I, mean, your, could- I understand your logic, but I also feel like there's the whole Cloud is a really influential character with a huge history, whereas Joker well, the- is basically just the flagship character of this new game,
2: like. Well, well, all I'm saying is it could just be one of those things where yeah, you know, cash Nintendo and unpopularity. Was, well, well, and 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 it's a th- third-party studio doing it. Like Nintendo approached them and say, "Hey, we'd like you to include a character from your roster in Smash Brothers." Will create the fighter you choose the character and they said well this is our most popular character whether it's on a nintendo system or not so this is who we'll give you permission for i can see that's kind of what cloud felt like i
0: can see it but i just don't feel it because, because again
2: personally i would have rather had like cecil or or you know Yeah, like, but cloud is
0: just the like final fantasy character like final fantasy 7 was the biggest game in the series and you know, like it or not it, i i don't like breath of the wild but Final Fantasy 7 was the star of its genre of its of its games.
2: I mean but, I like Final Fantasy 7, I definitely don't I don't think it's the best Final Fantasy game ever nor
1: that I think we're Cloud getting deserves. a little bit off track here because I I'm going to Eugene, in here. what is your game of the year? And I'm going to talk me, about what, is what my game, game of, of the year? year is this year. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, and you uh, said this was
0: going to piss us all off, so... I, it's not really going to make you mad. Do you want to save it for us, it,
1: it's, it's, it's probably not going to make you that mad. If you paid attention to me this year, you probably know what it's coming. It um, Dead not, Cells. So. Dead Cells for sure. Oh. Game of the year for me. Um, it, was, it hit me in all the right feels. It did everything for me in a game that a game needs to do it had a collecting axe aspect um it was challenging um it was a good looking game um it just hit all the right notes for me it had pretty good music too for what it was worth um so yeah dead cells for sure was my game of the year i can't recommend that enough i know steve played it a little bit but it didn't quite get into it
3: yeah it it wasn't quite a me game but but that's not to say it's a bad game right soundtrack was amazing yeah, it's got a great
1: soundtrack yeah, for sure. The two things,
2: to, like, I, I really wanted to try it, but two things turned me off from it. Number one, difficult, so which means it would have been a lot of, you know, time-sucking. And number two, Metroidvania, which I've expressed in our it's, personal chat. It's not really a not,
1: Metroidvania.
2: Okay. Well, as I'm, I'm kind of tired of every platformer, like, taking the Metroidvania route. Like, I just want some indie besides Yacht Club, to make a platformer game that is a straight platformer. So. I mean,
1: that's kind of what Dead Cells is, honestly. Like, you you have a set path that you can go on, kind of like Star Fox, right? So, like, you can go, you can take a branching path this way, or you can take a branching path out this way. Or you can go like on the main path and just kind of go through it like the game would want you to go through. But like, the, if you want to, you can find the secret exits and all that fun stuff. I guess the only thing that is Metroidvania about it is that um, it does kind of gate certain, I guess, secrets behind moves that you have to get. Um, but other than that, like, you can literally beat the game, you can start up the game fresh, and then you can beat it, uh, uh, without getting any of that stuff, if you're good enough, right? That's what I think about, that's what I love so much about this game. So, like, the first boss, like, I thought when I first got to it, that there was, there's no way I'm gonna beat this thing. I got, I get to it, I, I die. I get to it, I die. I get like an hour, and then I get to it and I die. And then like you know, I continue to play, continue to play, continue to get better at the game. And now I can beat that first boss without getting hit. You know, without taking a single lick of damage. And I, it's good to see that. It, I think it's really cool to see that progression because it's not, it's not that I'm getting different items. It's just that I'm getting better at the game. You know, and that that's what's so great about about um, Dead Cells is that it's. Um, Everything, any mistake that, or any time you die, it's because it's a mistake that you made. You know, like and that's con- what I love
2: about Donkey Kong Country. So yes. you, you just made me put that in my wish list. And if that goes on a good enough sale, <laughs> I will, well. ch- I will check that out. Because you know, <laughs> as much as I complain about difficult games, I love Donkey Kong Country Returns mm-hmm. and Tropical Freeze and all those, partially because it's just as you said, like. Any any failure to progress in that game is solely on you. You yep. didn't jump at the exact tenth of a second they wanted you to, but you know exactly what you have to do. Yep. It's just, you know, get good, scrub, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. The
1: the only knock I would say about this game, I would think, is that, um, in my opinion, I, I, do, I love the levels. I love everything ab- about them. Um, there are certain spots where, you know, the, you can tell that it's like a custom level design, right? where the, the like a designer made it, but everything else is procedurally generated. So um, I would have mu- would have preferred that the entire game was you know custom made and then they had yeah. like a custom, you know you go through this section and it's the same way every time, right. Um, I, I, I almost would have preferred it that way, but you know it is what it is.
2: Yeah, it's weird that something like that would be procedurally generated instead of, you know, custom designed. But I guess that's the novelty of it,
1: right? And and you know, there, like I said, there are certain spots, like in each level, you're going to find a section that okay, this is going to be exactly the same every time. I know what I have to do in this particular section of the stage. But yeah, for the most part, it's procedurally generated. So, but yeah, I, uh, Dead Cells it continues to be good. Um, I haven't 100% beat that game, and I want to. There's, like, these dangly glasses on the top to show you how many items there are available in the game, and I have probably, like, I don't know, like, 15, 20 more to collect, so I'm probably going to end up doing that at some point and completing that game 100%. Great game.
2: Hmm. Well, you may have sold me on that. <laughs> um, well, I, uh... I'm actually surprised at my own game of the year, especially after hearing everybody else's because um like I was just trying to think, you know, what what game you know, what, what game do I give Game of the Year to? I haven't played that many games for one thing. Most of the games I've been spending a lot of time on have either been games from last year, games that came out last year but I didn't get until this year, or most recently games on another system um and uh i finally arrived at and even though i haven't put very much time in this game i know it's going to eat up a lot of my time when i have the time to devote to it i'm giving it to smash brothers smash brothers has been kind of a mainstay in my life i i had to have the original when it came on on n64 i loved that game and even though my friends didn't like playing it nearly as much as gold and i um i i still made them play it at least for for some amount of time whenever they came over and we had our gaming nights and then melee came out and and just like broke the mold and we put and we all collectively put so many hours yeah. into melee um, my buddy and I in Florida put countless hours into Brawl. Just like that's probably my most played Smash game ever because it was the last time I ever had somebody n- like nearby to play Smash with, and that's the best way to play it. You know, somebody else sure. sitting on the couch next to you so you can punch him in the shoulder when he, you know, <laughs> knocks <laughs> when you they off get... with a home run bat or something. Yeah. Um. Um. And Smash for Wii U and 3DS. Like, had everything I could ever want, but I didn't, you know, didn't get to play it very much, except for with Snazzy One and I would occasionally get on with one of our high school buddies and and play online, and that was some of the best multiplayer time I ever had on the Wii U. The Switch version I haven't put as much time into, but I'm loving every minute of it. Like, playing it alone is a joy. Classic mode is a blast. I haven't even touched World of Light, but I've heard so many great things about it. Um, The game plays... Like, I'm not a competitive Smash player. I'm not a hardcore Smash player. I couldn't tell you every little nuance between the games, but for my money's worth, I think it Ultimate strikes that perfect balance between the kind of zany casualness of brawl and the, you know, fierce competitiveness of Wii U and, and 3DS. And, and uh, it's, it even has that kind of snappiness of melee. Like it's just a little bit quicker than Wii U and 3DS. Um,
0: it feels like such a natural evolution of Melee to me in, yeah. in terms and, of the speed, every... the visuals, the fact that everything is a little darker, everything is a little less cartoony. Just everything about it just feels so Melee. And Melee was not my favorite Smash by any means, but the nostalgia that you get from that, at least yeah,
2: and that's I it. It a feels... lot of
0: Melee. Like, it, it just brings back all those vibes that were kind of lost by the time Brawl came
2: And with all the 103 stages and the 70-some-odd fighters and everyone is here and, like, this is the Smash game I have been wanting since Brawl. Like, this is the Smash game that brings everything together and, you know, all the options and all the characters and all the stages. Almost all the stages and just, like, like, this is... Like, I can definitely see, like, if I can get enough time and enough people to... Pop this game in and play it. Multi. This will dominate my multiplayer gaming, sure. and even in single player, like I'll just, I'll, I get a one hour lunch break at my job, um, so I will bring my Switch to work with me, set it up on my little stand with my wireless controller, and just sit there for. Mm-hmm the entire hour just playing classic mode or you know somebody will walk by and this is i think this is the thing that that puts it top on my list this year is all i have to do is pop the joy con out slap them in a grip and say <laughs> here play with me and anybody else in the break room can just sit there and play a few matches with me and on more than one occasion i have done that like or somebody has come up and said oh man is that smash brothers yeah here you want to play there you go you know we just <laughs> sit awesome. there it's like 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 that is what Smash is all about—that that social aspect of it. Like people I didn't even think would be interested in playing a Nintendo game, let alone a Nintendo tribute game, have gotten excited to see me sitting there in the break room playing Smash Bros. Oh man, can I get in on that? It's like, yeah, no, that, I have For for how little I've been able to play the game, I can definitely see Smash will be the jump back into game for all of twenty nineteen. Yeah, I, so.
1: Smash is going to be that for me too. I'm sure I'm going to play the heck out of it in 2019 and beyond for sure. Yeah, I, I it was tough for me um, with my game of the year too because I, Smash was up there as well. Um, I guess I, I do want to give an, an honorable mention to another game too um, because I, Pokemon Let's Go came out of nowhere for me. Um, I, I I was really I'm excited for
2: that
1: it. So far. Yeah, I, I was really excited for it, but I was. Um, I was kind of taken away when I got the game, like how good it was. I wasn't expecting it to be so deep. I don't think any of us really were. Um, and I, yeah, not my game of the year, but definitely up there for me. It's really good.
0: Let's Go was a bizarre game for me because when I first got it, I was enthralled with it. And then as soon as I finished it, I was like, done, never need to play that. Like, like sure. I, it's, a, it's a bizarre experience of a game. It was really good. When it was over, it was really, really over.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I, there was nothing that brought us back to
0: it. well yeah there's just not enough it, it suffers from basically the same thing every other Pokemon game suffers from and that there's nothing to do after the game's over except unlike the other Pokemon games you can't even really train Pokemon because none of the skills you give them matter and there's it's a more basic combat engine so I don't know it was fine but it, it didn't have anything to keep me like usually I put like a couple hundred hours into Pokemon
2: that one I put like 50 or 60
0: it was solid it was a really good game so, but and
2: and see so, not- so, yeah, i think let's go like let's go made a lot of the changes to pokemon that mm. i've been needing like it's mm. less grindy catching pokemon or or random battles well first of all obviously there are no random battles you see the pokemon oh, God, on the main that, screen oh, you can avoid that. them if you want to and can move fast enough Um, the battles themselves are basically just either throw a Pokeball at it or run away. It doesn't matter. You know, you, you, you don't need the experience points. You can, like, I... I basically one-hit Brock. <laughs> like, I just I just went in with a with, uh, Grass-type and yeah, yeah, just yeah. demolished him and didn't even have to fight anybody else in the gym. So, um, you know, and, like, that part, I guess, isn't the most fun for me. I'm sure it'll get tougher as I go along, but, like, just the fun of Pokemon to me is gotta catch them all. And that's what let's go brings to it is is that the catching part of it the exploring the world and the catching.
1: Yeah, for sure. You like get more experience for your time catching than you do battling and let's go. And I I, I kind of appreciated that actually. So. Um but all right, uh, unless anybody else has any honorable mentions or anything else that they want to throw out there before um, we get out of this segment, we are going to move on. I'm good. Awesome. Well, we'll be right back, and we're going to be talking about the question block.
3: Do you know how many holes are in a straw? Because we've had this question on the show before. You can ask similar
1: questions out at Patreon.com slash Nintendo Radio for just $3. All right. Um, we're back. It's question block time, kids. Um, we actually only have the one question tonight, but I like it. I really like it. Um, this one comes to us from one Malik Emiris, and he asks, marry, murder, make love. Nintendo women. You know, Have love. fun.
0: <laughs> so wait, Nintendo or like our co-hosts? Because I could do either.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start Which... with co-hosts first. Who you, who you bunking?
0: Hmm. Well, I've always wanted to <laughs> see what a saying? night with Eugene feels like. And I think I'm going to marry Justin just to see how much of his life I could make a living hell. And I'm going to murder <laughs> Steve because he looks like he wants to be dead already. So
3: You're not wrong. I feel like it too. <laughs> so marry, murder, and what was the third one? Make love. Okay. Okay. Mm so we're,
0: we're talking are we talking are we doing the actual question or what
3: no we're start, we're doing ours first okay <laughs> so i'm Marion lucas so i have someone to play monster hunter
0: you we're know gonna, you are
3: i'm murdering justin because he tore me apart over donkey kong damn why
1: am i always the, the booty the call year. hey <laughs> hey
3: you, eugene is my booty call because i've never been with someone of his race <laughs> oh
1: jesus fair i mean fair <laughs> Uh, Alright,
3: Justin, you're up.
2: I don't I don't know if I want to play this game. I
3: yeah. <laughs> well, I know who you want to murder now after his answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be honest, I wasn't even listening to you guys because I was trying to figure out how I would answer this. I can't yeah, all right i'm gonna take a cop out answer i can't murder any of you you guys <laughs> you, you guys love me more than you should and and i just can't um can't bring yourself to that i can't so i can't, I can't bring myself in. to say anything mean about any of you guys because i love you all so so what
3: what about the other two then who are you gonna marry and who are you gonna make love to um although i find it odd that we're not making love to the person we're marrying but that's not story.
2: <laughs>
0: Well, you gotta have you gotta have your side
3: co-host, you know, for when things go <laughs> you
2: know? Uh All right. Well, um, I, I I guess I'll probably marry Steve. Uh, number like number bit. one because <laughs> Jeez, number like... number one because he seems to have a lot of characteristics of my own soon to be wife. So you know, oh. probably wouldn't be all that different. And uh, number two, because I think he makes the most money.
1: i mean that's not a wrong answer
3: well let's rephrase that i make the most money for doing the least amount of work (laughs) um i don't know i think i think lucas would be a
2: tender lover so i treat you you right baby so 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 i i i guess i'm 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 the uh, movie monster and killing the black man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's okay. I- I- I'll take it. Yeah. I'm a, i am I got booty calls and I'm going to be the first one dead. So, you know, it's <laughs> It's going to be fine. After I'm gonna,
3: said booty calls.
1: So I've got my answers ready, rocking and rolling. Let's do oh, it. Oh, this so, is terrifying. Yeah, uh-huh. So I already know who I'm killing, like, immediately. Wow, I'm
2: that's to, terrifying. Well, I, I, it's, been, it's been nice <laughs> the, knowing you guys.
1: Nah, I, I, I'm i going over to Steven's house, and I'm I'm getting him because he's got a lot of toys. So this is going to be a murder I to say, you're killing him for a... Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I want I want his toys. So that's why I'm killing you, Steve. I'm sorry. You got a lot it's of cool valid. stuff. It's hey, really if valid. you're going
3: to kill me for my stuff, that's a valid reason. <laughs> it's like Fortnite. It all just spills out when you kill me. <laughs>
1: Shoot. <laughs> I'm just um,
2: picturing like Goldeneye when you kill them and all the guns go flying. Exactly. Like, just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Justin, I also feel like Lucas would be a tender lover. So this is the man... That mm-hmm. I am going to, you know, yeah, I'm just going to, going to go in. I'm going to spend a good night no, with him.
0: No, I'm going to go in. But
2: we'll,
0: <laughs> talk about, we'll talk about that afterwards.
1: <laughs> I think,
2: I think we're falling into an, another racial stereotype here. <laughs>
1: Ay, ay, ay. So does that mean you're marrying Justin oh yeah absolutely I mean he's already got kids I've I, I, like he knows what to do so like you know no like, I don't <laughs> I, I, I feel like he's got a head start there so you know that's, that's oh me. no I think
2: I'm farther behind than when I started so no <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I, but I'll tell you what I'll I can I can clue you in on all the things you can start worrying about.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> but for the real answer to Malik Emerus's question, Nintendo women, man, um, I know who I'm going to murder right away. It's going to be um, R- Ruto or Rita or whatever the Zora princess is. Oh, you, you can go to hell. -uh. Nuh-uh, she's gonzo, like dunzo, for realsies. Uh -uh. Uh-uh, bye-bye. I'm marrying the hell out of Daisy because, mm. Those like she just has it going on. I, I'm saying, easy, easy.
0: We've reached a whole new but, level of sad on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue.
1: But the person who I'm going to bork, I'm gonna bonk him. I'm gonna so hard. We're getting naked, and I'm gonna thank you, on, thank you, Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Next <I'm>, up, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play with her little fins. All that stuff is me oh, because she has it going on.
0: Wow. Well, at least so you're, you're equally uh, Zora. So you're, you're, ki- you're, <laughs> you're killing
3: right. one, and you're murdering the other.
1: You're oh. going with the other. Awesome. R- I she, feel she, like you what?
0: picked the wrong ones, but.
1: <laughs> well, what's the other one? Rudo or Rita or whatever her name is. She's Rudo. too clingy. She's too no, clingy. R- no, R- that's. Rita no, R- the witch R-
3: from the Power range. She's
0: perfect. <laughs> OK, so just because you said that right off the bat, I'm making the bang Rudo Because <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad that you would even think to murder her. Um. <laughs> I, I haven't put enough thought into this from like a weeby perspective to really. I don't I don't usually do the waifu thing. I find it a little weird. Um I liked Paya in Breath of the Wild, so I would, I would marry Paya. And I get to kill a female video game character. Come back to me on that. I really want to put some thought into this one. This is the one I'm excited yeah, for.
2: So Yeah, that's that's Wait, the one I'm having trouble with. I think I want to kill I think I'm gonna kill Crystal from Star Fox, but
0: give me some oh, time. yeah, give okay. me some time, because she really borked up my favorite series. But come back to
2: me; I'll have something good for you. <laughs> promise. All right, are we what? now? Are we doing strictly Nintendo characters here? Yes. Yes. All right, good. That actually makes it easier. <laughs> um, Steve, did you have answers ready? Because I'm still thinking about mine.
3: Yeah, I'll go. Um, Daisy's gone. Daisy. I hate that bitch. Jesus Christ. I feel like uh, we're all just piggybacking off of Eugene. No. <laughs> the last good no, Mario No, that was the party, last version of this game. The, <laughs> la- the last good Mario Party that I played, she was so freaking obnoxious. And, holy shit. Like, the vo- the voice acting for her is just. Hello! Awful.
1: That's yeah, my well, that. Was she, so- was that? She,
3: she sounds a lot I've like I've got her, mine. So do with that as you will. I've got mine. <laughs> uh, Bayonetta seems like she'd be fun. So you know, Borca, <laughs> um, and definitely marrying. And this is going to be the unpopular opinion. Breath of the Wild, Zelda.
0: She's smart. She knows what she's doing. Spent a hundred years in a coma. You know that that gives you some some life lessons. Yeah.
2: she wasn't in a coma though. Like she well, was,
0: she was she in a
1: physical to coma. Been...
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was say she seems to have been. Uh lucid through that whole century so that's got to be
3: a All terrifying
0: special kind of that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna take some some real condolences after the yeah.
3: adventures. <laughs> although is it is is Marin the girl from Link's awakening justice oh yes. why would you ask him and not me? she she is a very close second to breath of the wild so, to uh, breath y'all of the keep, wild Zelda. keep
2: throwing more characters at me that that i never thought of um, <laughs>
3: I'm, so yeah, honorable uh, mention for Marin. Plus, she's awesome in Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> um, I'm a Daisy fan, honestly. Yeah. You know, she's a li- she's
2: she's she's a little tomboyish, but also a little princessy, and and you know, she just she isn't all up and in your face like Peaches with her, you know, pink and all that. yeah. So I I can I can I can marry Daisy. I can deal I with Like her. pink in your face. I oh am,
1: my god I, guys I'm can we keep it r-rated the, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: i'm ignoring steve for the moment and saying and i hate to say this because it sounds so cliche but gun gonna do samus um oh i forgot she, about that one she wow. uh she yeah. probably won't feel the, the same way <laughs> about it though because let's face it the the pretty popular girls have never had any interest in me so <laughs> it's got um, really sad so yeah that's that's um, <laughs> so yeah that'll probably be an unrequited it's going to be a lot of one-sided uh, Um, you realize this is a fantasy
0: game where you get to make up your own rules <laughs>
2: Yes, well even my fantasies have a harsh dose of reality. <laughs> wow. Speaking of harsh doses of reality, goodbye Toadette. Most useless character mm. ever. I can get and behind that. It's I mean, I mean I mean, now that's on. the different it's... answer, Eugene. It's it's just all the annoying things that toad does with all the annoying things that peach does combined into one character and no goodbye
0: (laughs) yeah that's pretty solid um is is, is toadette is
2: getting chopped up and sprinkled over my salad oh lord
3: (laughs) so is peach at an abomination then
2: Probably, I don't know. The That's abomination was cre- the, the 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 abomination was created by the internet. And we are not acknowledging its <laughs> that Oh no,
0: Bowsette is on many lists. Um, I I've been racking my brain while all of you have been talking to try to come up with a female video game character I like less than Crystal from Star Fox, and I can't <laughs> do it. Like I just like. It's, it's not even so much the, the bizarre, over-sexualized, furry-fuel character that she is, it's, it's that mixed with the fact that like she knocked out Peppy from the roster in like, the following mm-hmm. games and she, just completely okay. changed the demographic of one of my favorite
2: series to something that's a lot less enjoyable. Okay, but Peppy became the general. So Yeah, which like- was
0: weird and bad. And I did not like Star because Fox 0 yeah. happened cuz I really
2: needed a reboot. you feel like you got kicked upstairs. Not to
0: mention uh-huh. that one of my like least favorite memorable scenes as a child is that creepy scene the first time Fox walks in on Crystal when she's literally in the crystal cuz that was a great pun. And he's like staring up at her legs. And he's like, whoa. Like the whole thing's just weird.
2: So just just this must be from Star Fox Adventures because I don't remember that in any of the shooting games. Kill her
0: <laughs> and be done with her, and they did, and she's gone. And now we have Star Fox Zero, and I'm eternally thankful for that. So <laughs> well, we also cut. have
2: Star Fox Two, the J.J. Uh, J. Abrams timeline of Star Fox. Star Fox
0: <laughs> Two was actually really legit, and I liked all the characters in that game. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was the worst I think question we've ever had. I've never felt worse about all of us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it wasn't too bad for the Nintendo characters, but my God, that's I actually
0: think stuff. I actually think our version was better than <laughs> no, having, to hear, you on that having to hear the waifu stuff that went down <laughs> after.
1: But uh. to each their own. Oh, Lord Almighty. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think we did it. I think we made it to the end. We're here. Um, This is the first episode of the year, and I think it went off swimmingly, so that's good. Um, Anyways, we are going to get out of here, though, for the night, because we've uh, met our waifu quota for the evening, that's for sure. Um, So before we get out of here, let's tell the people where we can find you. Steven, where can we find you when you're not on Infendo Radio?
3: You can find me playing Monster Hunter. (laughs) <laughs> um, just hit up the monster hunter tab in our discord i am always there always willing to play um when i'm not playing monster hunter i am on twitter usually on the toilet because you know it's my pooping game um and occasionally you can find me at twitch.tv slash very nice
1: justin where can the people find
2: you you can follow me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. In my profile is my uh, gaming information. So send me a friend request. We'll play some Smash. We'll play from, Hopefully, we'll play some Fortnite. I don't know. I don't usually get to play until late at night. So we'll see what happens. Um, but. Um, And I wouldn't plug this, except I'm planning on getting it back on track for 2019, at Utilidork, my Disney Twitter handle, also linked to Utilidork.com, my blog that I'm trying to turn into a multimedia Disney thing. Um, I'm going to do something with that this year. That is my resolution, to do this year what I didn't do last year.
1: (laughs) fair that's usually how your resolutions go that's why i don't make them uh I'm <laughs> lucas i'm paying an... money for this one so you know <laughs> lucas where are you telling everybody about your resolutions
0: where aren't i telling people about my resolutions you can go to my twitch <laughs> i don't have a twitch you can go to my twitter which sounds a lot <laughs> like twitch and it's late so you know you get what you get with that <laughs> at chromatic U, or you can go to my website chromatic it couldn't be easier Go to either one of those, check out what I've been up to, leave me warm fuzzy feelings, um, I'm done. (laughs) I got
1: that Fair. Well, um, I am also done, but before I get done. I don't know where I'm going with this. Follow me on Twitter. Go to at InfendoEugene. Don't forget to follow at Infendo also on Twitter. Um, But go to Infendo.com also. Um, We have a lot of cool stuff there. You can join our Discord. You can um, you know, find our Patreon. You can find our Twitch channel. All that fun stuff. Infendo.com is the place to be. Alright, kids. Well, um, it's been real, but I think we ought to get out of here and See the people next week. Bye-bye. Catch you later.
2: Peace. Good night. My bye.
1: You want to see the show live as it happens with all the gaffes? Well, you can. If you go to twitch.tv slash radio you can see what color gloves we're all wearing.